Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? State your name for the record. Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? All right. So tell me something good Tuesday. Two uh, great sisters, Anna Ortega and Liz Ibarra. Anna nominating her sister for... I'm more envious about their relationship than anything else. Right? They have a beautiful, loving relationship. Very sweet. Yeah, yeah. Very, very sweet. sweet. Yeah, how are you and your sister? Not like that. No, really? <laughs> I'm working on mine. <laughs> no, but we, my sister and I are much better. The older we get, the easier it is. But you know, sisters, it's tough. Mm-hmm. So to hear those two so loving is really nice. Mm-hmm. It is. It was very nice. It was very. So we're going to help Liz out. And if you want to help out, you can call us while we're on the air at 1-800-232-KRTH. And they need money. They need snacks. They need backpacks. Probably Target gift cards would be nice. Checks would be nice. Maybe Joanne Fabrics gift cards if she's looking for the fabric. Yeah, Joanne Fabric. Um, yeah. Is that what it's called? There's a There's store called a Joanne store Fabric. Called yeah. yeah. You oh. also, I think I, that's the only one I could think off of yeah. of off the top of my head that has fabric for sale. You know who, who sells a lot of fabric too is Walmart. Oh, yeah. So there's a place Walmart called F-S- F&S Fabrics, and they're wholesale fabrics, and they're on Pico in West L.A. Well, let's call them. Yep. So I bet you they let's would help them. out. Oh, I bet they would. Yep. Yeah. F&S. They've let's, been there 100 years. Let's get years. it done. Let's get it done. And a laptop and speakers. That's the big deal. Well, she can use the cash that people send in for that if yeah. no one sends in a laptop. Or maybe somebody would like to, uh, maybe a laptop. That's an Apple that sells, for a teacher? Or an Apple for the teacher. How about that? Apple. Come on, Apple. Yeah. We did you know. get one call with some donations already. This uh, woman is going to like clear out all her like office supplies. She has like a few binders, pencils, Fabulous. glue cool. sticks, and she's going to send a box. And my stepmother, she's like the first one always to donate money. <laughs> so she immediately called? Immediately texted me and said, yeah. I'm going to give some money. Who do I make the check out to? You said Gary Bryan? Yes. As a fact, I said Lisa Stanley would be just right, right. Yes. You and I have a little scam going on here. <laughs> and then we'll cry. Then we'll cry. And then we'll cry. <laughs> it's okay to cry, as Richard Simmons once said. Where the heck is he? Yeah, what happened to I him? I thought he was making a comeback. Yeah, right. he like appeared and then disappeared again. He said he was coming back, and then boom, gone again. Maybe he did come as Fiona. Fiona Apple? <laughs> no. They, remember there was that rumor yes, that he had Fiona changed Simmons. into Fio- Fiona, Fiona Simmons. Oh, Fiona yeah. was yeah. supposed to be his name? That was supposedly the name that uh, they said. Hmm. But no I'm, new articles about him, so yeah, he's I'm been worried quiet. about him. Do you think he's alive? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not he's for chilling. years. <laughs> no. Career, no. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted to fly into the radar again after yeah. the rumors. I wonder how much he's making a year on those tapes still. You think they still sell? Probably not. They couldn't possibly. No. His, his shtick is over. Yeah, I mean, it's just been... I mean, back then, nobody worked out. No, now, it, everybody goes to well, the gym. Well, it was him and Jack Elaine. I mean, honestly. Jack Elaine was an insane person. Yeah, but he did those jumping jacks on TV every morning, and I did them with him. You know what You know what he used to do? When he was old, like in his 80s, he He would, was still working, right? He was still, like, incredibly fit, and he would go to, like, luncheons and stuff and go, want to see me do a handstand on the table? He'd get in the <laughs> middle of the table and do a full handstand. With and those then, jumpsuits on? With his jumpsuit and yeah. do upside-down push-ups. You and, think anyone knows? Do you know who Jacqueline is, Crystal? Nope. No. My mother used to love him. There was I, a Jacqueline gym next to my college. He had his own gym, yep. right. This was way back at the beginning of television. He did the first fitness show on TV. And is he, that is that right? Yes. And he would... Oh, you don't remember that? Oh, no. you don't remember. He's but, dressed like a trampoline guy, like or a trapeze guy. With the yeah, trampoline. he, he <laughs> had that trapeze guy <laughs> suit on. It used to be the real tight 
spandex yeah, type yeah, suit, yeah. right? A blue one, I remember. But then he would he'd come on TV and he would do things like I remember vividly when I was a little kid. He had a like one of those tin tubs, the tin wash tub, and he came out and he goes. He had his German Shepherd with him. He goes, "Let me show you what you're putting into your body." And this is back in the '60s, right? Wow. He goes and he took booze and he poured a bunch of booze into the wash tub. And then he took beer and poured that in. And then he took cigarettes and tore them up and put the cigarettes into the wash tub. And, what did and then do? he took fat and stirred it in there and uh, did all this yep. stuff. And then he then he brought his dog over and he said, "Here you go, boy." And the dog's like, "Ugh." And he goes, <laughs> "A dog wouldn't eat this crap." And you're putting it into your body. You're killing yeah, yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, do I remember? He did. He looked like he was uh, flying high on a trapeze. But it's but not even how, a jumpsuit. How tall or short was he? Short. Oh, he was little. short. That's how he can do those upside down handstands so easily. Right. He was a little dude. Taller but, you are, the harder that. Right is. before <laughs> I came down here and we started working together, I had a radio show up in Seattle, and he came in and hung out with us one morning. Him and his wife, and and he was probably in his mid eighties at that point. Okay, oh. I mean he's passed away now. So, Obviously. but he comes in. And he's got his blue jumpsuit on, and I was working with a, a woman named Christy Lynn, and right in front of the wife, he's all over her. I mean, the guy was like touching her, and the wife's going, "Jack." <laughs> Oh my yeah, God. he would not do well in the Me Too movement. No, no. Oh man! But he really was something. Look at these crazy push-ups that he did—the fingertip yeah. ones. He was nuts out of his Jeez. mind. This yeah, guy, yeah. watch this. Here he goes. Oh, yeah. In such great shape. I mean, look at his butt. That is high and hard. I'm Whoa. sorry. Look at that. This guy He's had a tight. A... He was tight. One-handed fingertip push-up. Yeah. You know, he. I wonder oh, if he gosh. taught uh, Jack Palance, who did that at the Oscars. You never know. I wonder if he learned that from Jacqueline. You never know. Well, now a lot of people attempt to do the finger push, fingertip push-ups because that's they do, like or a not lot. A lot. No, a lot of a people lot of attempt people to do. do that who are in yeah. super trying to be super fit. I don't know Nobody if they know it from it. him. Does anybody able to do it? No, yeah, I'm sure they're very fit people who are able to do that. I don't think he's the only one. Yeah. Jacqueline. You got to be. You're right. Him. You got to be small to do that. Mm-hmm. It's him at 90 years old. Yeah, look at him at 90. You, you don't see John Goodman doing those fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> no, but John Goodman lost a lot of weight. He could. He did. Yeah, he could. He, he could if he really wanted to. I don't oh, think he wants to. Oh, that's the wife. <laughs> oh, Elaine Levine. That's oh, okay. not Jack. I was like, <laughs> like, that doesn't look like him. I'm looking at him going, that's a woman. Doesn't even look like himself anymore. <laughs> she was the one doing crazy things, too. Right. The wife was huh. nuttier than him. I, th- I found this interesting. I saw this yesterday. That if you are like Arana playing sports or whatever, or whatever you're doing, if you have a coach, you do much better with a negative, screaming coach than you do. Angry, negative coaches are much better than positive. So, what was really. that movie with the drummer? Hmm. Yeah, uh, Whiplash. Right? Whiplash. Whiplash. There you go. No, so he I, was I, mean as hell. Is that this guy's J. name? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons as the, yeah. as the coach. And uh, Miles Teller. Yeah, as Miles Teller. Yeah, but, you, but have you found that mean. in your life? Have you ever played sports and you had a, like a really angry coach? I didn't play sports really, but I did. I can see how that would push you so right. hard to where you break that. I will tell you wall that you. My friend Crystal, who you know, mm-hmm. her daughter uh, played softball mm-hmm. all the way through college, got a, a scholarship, mm-hmm. and her coach was a woman named Debbie Skaggs. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Oh, is that the mother? That was Tyler Skaggs, yes, mother, and she was tough. Uh, Annie, is the daughter, told me she cried every day. Mm. Every day the coach made her cry. Does she now look back at it and say, well, she was a good coach, or does she just... Loves her. Thinks she was the greatest coach ever. Right. 
and and you know she coached her own son Tyler look I mean made a professional baseball player out of him and a darn good one you know I took a well we all had to do it in this company I was working for it uh, with Dan Mason as a matter of fact he used to run CBS radio we, we all went down and did a coaching seminar with one of the guys the guy Jim Selman who started uh, Est with Werner Earhart yep so he did this whole seminar about Red Auerbach, who coached the uh, the uh, uh, Boston Celtics, Tim Galway, who wrote the Inner Game of Tennis, and John Wooden, the famous uh, UCLA coach. UCLA, yeah. right? So the whole deal of coaching, one of the real principles of coaching is that if you are going to do something, you don't say, we're going to try to do this. You say, we are doing this. And you say, this is who we are. This is what we do. And we don't do – in other words, if you say, look, we're going to be the World Series champions, you stand in that and you draw a circle. You stand in the middle of that circle. That's who we are. And then you don't do anything that a World Series champion would not do. I mean, would not do, right? Yep. So you don't – you're not sloppy. You're not you – know, you don't, you know, go days without practicing. You don't not study the plays. You know, study the opposing teams. You do all of those things because you that's who you are. And that's a commitment. Nothing happens until you make that commitment. I wish you were watching uh, the Hard Knocks this season on mm-hmm. HBO. It, yeah. it's, they're following the Raiders in training camp. Right. Oh. And, and the Raiders, right? Yeah, Champions. It, it's the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the Raiders, but I like watching the show because there's kind of like, it helps you in a different ways because you see how these people go in there. They all have the same dream to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the coach goes in there and says, we're here for one reason, and the reason is to win the Super Bowl. We're not here to go to the playoffs. How's we're that working out that. for the Raiders? Well, yeah. It, it hasn't even started yet. Give me a but break. That, but that's how, how has it worked out for the Raiders? Team and they've won a bunch of Super Bowls. Yeah, they've won. You know, a long time ago, but hey. <laughs> long, long time. <laughs> but but he starts out by just saying, if you're not here to get to this goal, then just leave. Just get out. Just get out. I, but I would think that's pretty common sense. If you're going to play football, you want the ring. Well, see, you Any would be sport, shocked though. But if people go, too. we're going to try to win the. Yeah, yeah, we'll try well, in our spare yeah. time. You know, I Those mean, guys, if I'm a yeah. player and I'm on the Lakers or I'm on the Rams or the Rams, I'm going in there wanting that ring. Right. Some people just play to just play. Some, some, but not a lot. But but you know, I'd say when you once you get to that level, though, yeah. you're in the top point zero four percent of all that. athletes. Yeah, you, you work for a lot of if like you're playing for a, no, a non-known college, and you're like, hey, I'm on the team. It's great. We're not going to be the national champions. Big deal. But we're good. I want to yeah. play. But when you once you get to the NFL, though, there's only one reason why you're there. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would think any of those professional players, well, besides the income, yeah. the only thing they're there for is that accolade of the ring. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes them a legend. I mean, yeah. that's like they... Well, it but, puts them in a different category. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, if you're not committed to that, then you're not... You're, you shouldn't be playing professional well, sports. It was yeah. interesting because there's a lot of guys that are trying to make the team, and that's what this whole series is about. They're in there fighting to get not get cut. And there's a guy who's like done real well, but he twisted his ankle, and he's Oopsie. like, "Coach, I'm hurting. I'm gonna go sit down." And he's okay. And they immediately, instead of saying, "Well, he's hurt, poor guy," they're all like, "You know, a guy who really wants to be on this team will fight through that ankle pain and do everything he can sure. to impress us to make this team." Now he's just showing us that once he gets hurt, he's gonna sit down, not do anything. Right. right. So right. he got cut. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's Well, you brutal, can extrapolate that to any part of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like we... If you easily give up. It's like when we had a radio station in Seattle, it was like, still holds the record for all-time highest FM ratings in, in Seattle. And the reason was, 
that we just said we're number one. We're not going to do anything that a number one station wouldn't do, and we're going to do everything that a number one station would do. And we were the only ones doing it, and we just far and away were like the, I mean, just legendary, yeah. huge radio station. But uh, I remember a boss that I had that was just like mean and mean and angry. I hated this guy. Very negative. It's like everything I brought in. You know, like usually a boss tries to like, yeah, 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 that's fine. Go ahead and do it. He was like, why? Why do you want to do that? Why is that going to work? Show me why. Write a memo. And then he'd have 10 questions on the memo. Well, why this? Why that? Why this? And after four years with this guy, I hated working for him. But I, looking back, I realized I learned more from that guy. He was trying to do something on the back end. Yeah, because, well, because he cared enough to make me do it right. Yep. Where the other ones were like, yeah, just do it. Get, you know, get off. You know, just get out leave. of my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get out of my face. Just do it. And you know, easy way out. Easy way out. You know, but, but the bosses who don't take that easy way out are like parents who don't take that easy way out. You know, it's like a lot of parents just go, "Hey, do whatever you want, just as long as you're happy." Well, right. that's kind of like saying, "Just go away. Don't bother me. I got, I got mm-hmm. my own life." I learned that the first time here when <clears throat> the uh, it was. The fax machine didn't have paper. I don't know. I said something. Where's my Where's my so and so? And I said, Ah, uh, man, the fax machine was out of paper and it, it does not work. And he goes, and the words that that always stuck is so if AP goes down or the news wires go down, does CNN sign off the air? And I, and I, and I was like, Oh, you dude. worked for a dick. Well, okay. but you know what? But taught him it a lot. made me sit there. And now when the printer's out of thing, I don't sit there and go, well, it's out of ink. I have to figure something out. Well, you were also 20 years old. You were just learning the rules. See, you're giving them excuses. <laughs> no, that, it's true. that was the best experience of my life. As bad as it was, Ugh, I right. always go back to that as that is why I've survived through these years. I would never you, have survived with that idiot. Well, but many didn't. Many thought they can come in and be their never. own. But look, here's Brandon right all these now, years later. Never would have survived. The world's greatest producer I saw it on his coffee cup. <laughs> Nine ninety nine. And you don't get those um, cups, man. You don't get those coffee cups. Did you buy that for yourself? No. <laughs> no. It actually was a gift. <laughs> Christine the, bought it for me. Yeah. The girlfriend was lying to I mean, it was... Uh, <laughs> no, you want to know why I got that cup? Because remember the Muppets were back on TV for a brief moment on right. prime time? A couple of, a few years ago, I actually remember that. Yeah, yeah, they were like three years ago. They were on ABC yeah. at night, the Muppet I Show. I remember. And Kermit the Frog had a cup. And said the best boss ever. So no, she said world's she greatest producer. <laughs> and I go, oh man, that's an awesome cup. And she went online and bought it right there. <laughs> so tomorrow morning, Sorry. that boss that made you cry <laughs> is your best boss ever. <laughs> It all ties together. You see what's going on here? Yeah. Do you follow me? Well, stop it or I'll have you molested. Uh, what? That's Groucho. Sorry, before your time, Crystal. It was yeah. just a joke. All right. Okay. We'll see you in the morning.